0: Of Chris and Trevor Making podcast. I'm Chris and we're going to be talking a little fantasy football today. We just got through uh, week eight. I believe week nine. I'm five and four. We just got through week nine. We're moving into week 10 and um, there's some hot topics. I'm going to touch on here real fast. First thing is we had a debate today on the playoff format and I don't I don't know if I didn't make this clear in the other uh, like five episodes I've done of this and we didn't make it clear during the offseason. The playoff format is the first team in each conference will get a bye. Okay? And they're going to be the one seed in their in each uh bracket like each half of the bracket. The 2 and 3 seeds from each division will play each other in the first round of the playoffs. Okay? So Cochran's uncle's division, 2 and 3 will play from Cochran's uncle's, 2 and 3 will play from Blasko's cabin. The winner of that will play the one seed from their same division. So if you're in Cochran's uncles, the only teams you'll be facing in the playoffs are Cochran's uncles' teams and vice versa for Blasco's captain. The only time you'll face a team from the other division is in the Super Bowl and the championship game, which is week 16. Our playoffs are weeks 13, 14, 15, 16. No, 14, 15, 16 are our playoffs. Six teams will make it um and yeah we uh we had some debate this week you got a little fiery in our group chat there we can uh revisit that layout in the offseason. we changed that this year during the offseason. i think it was before the draft even one night we had six members together we talked about it and decided on it i i'm genuinely sorry and apologize if we didn't put that in the group chat before and you did not know it we uh i thought we made it abundantly clear i even try to go back to our group chat and find where i might have mentioned it i don't think i did mention it so i am sincerely and genuinely sorry um michael i know you didn't know the the that the new rule of change we'll revisit it again in the off season through the group chat we'll have a formal thing um but the key is it was six members voted yes for it so it what did legally get passed i'm sorry the information didn't get disseminated to you all i'm sorry for that but yeah that's that's the playoff format um okay What's the other hot issue we need to talk about? Oh, Blasco, you pointed out to me that right now it says you are not in the playoffs. That is correct. ESPN does not have its an automatic setting where we can format the playoffs automatically like that. When the playoffs start, I'll have to automatically myself seed the teams. Makes sense. I have to do that. My I have to handle that myself, which is fine. It's no big deal. Um, the tiebreakers are obviously your record. So if I'm, uh, I think there are thirteen regular season weeks. So if I'm nine and four and corn is eight and five, I would make the playoffs. The next tiebreaker I thought was gonna was head to head. It's not, it's points four. Whatever team scored the most points. So that seriously puts a glass of cold like a, a dumps a bucket of cold water on my playoff hopes, having, you know, four of the highest scoring teams in our division here. But sometimes that's the hands you're dealt. Well, I'll get cornbath in here. I'm recording this Wednesday at my. It's 4:30. My hangar is finally settling settling down. It's 5:30. I'm sorry. I'll get. Uh, I'm going to get Corn in here tomorrow. We're going to debate a little bit about the, about the playoff formats. Maybe talk about the upcoming weeks and uh, what we can. You know, we have some big games coming up. The the seasons coming down to the wire here. Really interesting stuffs happening. Um, what else do I need to talk about? I said I would do, like, big picture stuff in this early segment. And I talked about handcuffs last week, especially when it came to the waiver wire. It's just baffling what you guys choose to do. Trevor, Mike Davis is out there for anybody to pick up. You could pick him up for free. Blasker dropped him. You know, you're thinking, oh, I'm getting McCaffrey back. Why do I need Mike Davis? He's useless now. Well, it turns out a running back who has missed six weeks of injury might not be able to stay healthy the whole year. <laughs> He's going to miss this week's games. He's probably the number one pickup, like a plug and play starter on the waiver wire. I'll talk about waiver moves. But, you know, Zeke looked in real doubt of missing the game last week. And Tony Pollard, nine rushes, 56 yards, averaged over five yards of carry against a very good Steelers defense. Tony Pollard is a must have if you have Zeke and you're trying to compete, honestly. Like, now, unless you truly run like 11, 12 deep. You know, you have really good bench spots, which I mean, let's be honest, most you guys don't. I don't either. I got a couple wasted spots. Handcuff your running backs. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> uh, you'll see me do some handcuffing here. Um, this will won't roll till Thursday. You'll see me do some handcuffing in the uh, the this coming waiver cycle. Uh, what else do I want to talk about? Big picture. Um, I. I kind of want to get into the playoffs. Let, let, let's, let's talk about the playoffs right now. Here Here's how it's breaking down. So, right now, Cochran's Uncles division, which is me, Allie, Sean, Corn, Stallman, is fucking good. We're really good. We are a combined 14, 20, t- we are 27 and 4, 7, 11, 18. 27 and 18. Okay. That's, that's our division's record, 27 and 18. Let me get a pen to write this down with. Filler music, filler music. What the fuck did I do? No, not right. We are 27 and 18, if I did that math right. 11, 14, 18, yeah. The other division across the way there is 5, 9, 13, s- Sixteen. I'm guessing it they're going you're gonna be eighteen to twenty-seven. <laughs> right? Because all of the records have tied up, maybe 10, 17, Yeah, okay. We're twenty-seven and eighteen. The other division's eighteen and twenty-seven. That's fucking insane. Insane. We uh I- I've said this before a few times. The magic number to be a title contender in fantasy football is fifteen hundred points at the end of the regular season, scored over the course of the season NFL offenses have been setting records this year this is gonna be the highest scoring year in NFL history so points are gonna be um inflated a little bit here but the teams right now we have we've played nine games there are 13 regular season games so um yeah so four games to go Sean Stallman and Michael all have to average about a hundred. Fuck it, I'll throw. Garrett, me, Sean, Stallman, Cochran, Cornbrath all have to average about 100, some of us more, but about 100 points per game to get to that 1,500 mark. I'm going to guess with, you know, a big part of that's artificial inflation, right? I just talked about that. Um, I'm going to guess Michael will end up the season, barring massive injuries, as the number one scoring team um, he's about twenty points ahead right now, thirty points ahead of Sean. Um, but I think he'll end up if he averages, let's put him down for a hundred points a game from here on out the next uh four games. That puts him at uh right at fifteen hundred. Now he's gonna average more or maybe less. Who knows? We'll see, we'll see what injuries and whatever do to his team. But uh I think uh I think when we get to the playoffs, I'll use that as my uh I'll talk about that as to who I think is gonna win the title. I'm rambling away here. I'm trying to get myself situated. My mic's kind of falling over. Uh I okay. What, what's some other stuff we can talk about real fast? Um Oh no, I I told you guys I'm gonna have corn later on. We're gonna debate the whole um playoff structure. Um he's gonna present his argument. I presented my argument many times. I love the idea. That I, I like the idea that our league is, you know, I still play I still play Garrett, I still play Cochran, I still play Sco, friend, Trevor. I like though that within our league, I'm kind of really competing against four other you know what I mean? If I notice I'm coming up against I'm not, if I notice Corns quarterback's got a buy, and there's like one good way quarterback out there on the waiver, I'm more incentivized because Corns in my division to throw burner bench spotting, and pick up that quarterback which is going to be too late when this rolls tomorrow but one of you guys should have done that i have mahomes on a bye and i have a must-win game against Alley this week one of you guys should have jumped in there and got goff mahomes and wince off the waiver said fuck it i'll burn my 13th bench spot let's kind of fuck chris here let's box him out okay well uh i guess You know, we're going to have the same format here. I'm going to go over last week's results. Um, I'll do my power rankings, and then I'll talk about next week's games. I'm going to do a betting statement for the first time since, like, week four. I finally want some money. I want a a good chunk of money. Let's be real. My parlay hit, finally. I've been dying for all these heavy favorites parlays to hit. It finally hit. Came out good there. Um, I hit a couple of the other bets. But, uh, yeah, okay. Let's go over last week's matchups. Okay, I'm going to kind of go over last week's games fast because we do have corn coming on, and I don't want this to be like an hour, 45-minute podcast. No one's got time to listen to two hours, me talk for two hours, right? So let's start here with... Um, Stallman continues to just ride the fuck out Dalvin Cook, putting up 110 points, beating me. I only put up 85. That improves. Stallman is 7-2, and two, drops me to 5-4. and four. I am now, and I was before this week, but I'm, def- I'm now a game behind... Uh, Kornbrath for the uh, last playoff spot in our division. Um, Stallman is tied with Sean now at 7-2 for first place. It would have been a big win for me because it would have drawn mine, Corns uh, and Stallman's records altogether. I've had one, but I did it. Uh, David Johnson got hurt in the first quarter. Put up one point for me. Uh, Robert tanyon who I spent a fuck ton of money on, he finally solidified my tight end position. Got me one point. What, what can I do? The only player I regret not playing was Will Fuller. And even then, I don't think it would have really. I don't know if I played Will Fuller and maybe DJ Dallas over some of my one point guys. I'm have gonna go to win. You know, some is lucky. Tom Brady had two fantasy points last week. The problem is, um, Dalvin Cook had 38. Metcalf puts up 20 in a huge, in a loss to Buffalo. Um, I, I I we'll talk about it when we get to the structure later on about teams, but I, I've said this before. I, I'm fascinated by the idea of like owning an offense. So he owns both of Seattle's, like, main receivers, D.K. Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. I mean, if the, if the Seahawks throw for 300 yards in a game, they're going to have a combined 180 of those at, at minimum, probably more, probably closer to 200, probably above 200. You know, that's that's 20 fantasy points there. If one or two gets a touchdown, you're in the 30 between your two wide receivers. That's what you got to do to win. I love his strategy and his idea behind that. Um, when I talk about handcuffs and receiver handcuffs, I know they don't exist. I'll talk about his team later on, but uh, David Moore's a, a name to keep in mind. Um, he is the 100% if something happens to Lockett or Metcalf, David Moore becomes an elite uh, fantasy receiver. Um, other than that, he – it, it was great for him. Um, he picked starting Aaron Rodgers – Tom Brady at New Orleans over um, Aaron Rodgers at San Fran. I would have started Aaron Rodgers. San Fran's beat the fuck up. Salmon could have 250. And we're now at the point of the season with these tiebreakers that the amount of points you score will matter. Stallman wants that buy. He wants to get ahead of Sean for that buy. Okay. I said I won't take it too long, in here I am talking, spending 180 seconds on a game that wasn't even close. Okay, next game. We have Korn uh, be- beating Friend, and Friend's little hot run there. Korn puts up 120, Friend only puts up 77. Um, disappointing games from Derek Henry, only six points. Michael Thomas, only seven points. Chris Godwin, only five points. There's players that I said, friend needs to get back and get healthy. Well, they need to, they need to play better. Um, on his bench, he had Tyler Boyd and T Higgins on a bye. Boyd is a top 10 receiver in fantasy. So he'll get, he'll get back next week. It, it, things will get better. Um, I, I will talk about friends team in depth a little bit. Corn um, behind Travis Kelsey's 20 points, most consistent asset in fantasy. Devonte Adams, 28 points at the receiver position. He might he might be the most productive receiver in fantasy. He's doing an awesome job there. Gurley continues solid play with 12 points. Russell Wilson drops 22. And even though Corn's defense finally let him down with a negative two, still put up over almost 120 points. Good one for Corn That improves him to six and three. She locks him in as at number three right now. A game ahead of me he also has like scored 100 more points than i have so it's gonna to be tough for me to catch me in the points for honestly i need i need i need a score point i don't i don't think i'm gonna make the playoffs guys i think it's it's an uphill road for me unless corner somebody really falls apart here down the stretch uh friend falls to three and six is now a game behind sco i think or they might be tied i uh no i think he's a game behind sco now in the standings um only one game back the shocking thing is the way that division set out is, uh, um, Trevor's only a game a Friend, Trevor's two games out of second place in the division, which is weird to think about. But, uh, you know, Garrett's four and four and is, is the second place in the division, or he might be four. Hold on, I'm put him down. I should have done so earlier. So you get for not doing my homework. Yeah. Okay. So Garrett and Sko are tied for second place now in the division at four and five. Friends, one game out of second place in that division, and Trevor's two games out of second place in the division with five games to go. Not over, guys. Um, but it, it you know, we, I can get into this, everybody's schedules later on. But uh, you know, Corn's been one of the hottest teams of fantasy. Not a bad loss for a Friend. Pull the week nine results. Get back here. Okay. Next, we had um, Belasco. Getting a very clutch win over Cochran, that ninety eight to eighty five that now moves Blasco to four and five like I said tied for second place in that division with Garrett now that Josu drops Cochran now to five and four so Sko and Garrett are only one game back of Cochran. I would still say Cochran's safe in the playoffs but you know he's barely above five hundred um Sco, you know, huge game from Kyler Murray, who's been insane, incredible. Right now, he would – I think he's I, – I, I, okay, i got to do more research on my stats before I give this to you. But Kyler Murray is one of the best assets in fantasy football. Tyreek Hill continues to be a great receiver, dropping you 28 points. Kyler Murray had you 37. Other than that, no player scored more than seven for you, Sco. But – oh, I'm sorry, Mark Cooper had you 10. But, uh, you know, you had 40 points. You had You had 70 of your 98 points from two guys. Unbelievable. and Big Ben showed up for you. Played well. Um, good choice on him over Tannehill against Chicago. Um, but Kamara, thirteen points. You need Kamara to be superhuman. Jonathan Taylor, eight points. Another bad fumble for Jonathan Taylor that um, the Baltimore Ravens I think scooped and scored it. He's going to be in the doghouse going forward. So I don't know what to really do with Jordan Wilkins or uh, Jonathan Taylor. We'll talk about Jordan Wilkins later. Um, Thielen only had you four. Darius Slayton only had you one. Rob Gronk got you less than one. Antonio Gibson continues to be a great addition that you got from your waiver with 11. Um, Christian Kirk is the guy you might have started. If you started him over Slain or Thielen, uh, that would have been a – if you started him over, let's say, Thielen, that would have given you 15 more points, which would have given you the win. Tough loss there, my brother. Okay. Next, we had the Sunnyvale Shithawks continue to run up the score, and continue to look like the strongest team in the league, putting up one thirty. Ali fall. They've improved to seven and two, and it's first tied with Salman for first place in Cochran's uncle's division, my division. Ali loses only puts up eighty three and loses. She falls to two and seven. Um, her playoff hopes are dashed. She's we can officially write her off. She's done. She's got to catch me at five. She's gonna win. She's gonna win three. And corn would have to, she's gonna win four and corn would have to lose four. And then she would still have to ask score corn. I she's done. Um, you know, Herbert's been great. One of the great ads on the waiver wire. Josh Jacobs has been solid. James Robinson, the another great ad off the waiver wire. Julio's been fine, you know. Herbert puts up 23. Everybody scored double digits for you, except the Giants, C, which got you nine. Great game for you, man. Great game. Ali just continues as no running back talent. Um, if DeAndre Hopkins isn't putting you up 30, you're gonna lose. Brandon Cooks looks like to be a decent add. Um, you, you had to play tight end in your flex spot. Now, he got you 12, but that's still a tough look. So, I, I just don't know i At least, you're not good. Good win, Sean. Okay, next, in the upset of the week, the two husky for Sandusky, Trevor Andersons, riding Christian McCaffrey's return, defeat teammate in the Garrett Whites, 108-90, to Garrett falls to four and five is now tied with Sko for that for second place in the division. Trevor Plusa two and seven, keeping his slim playoff hopes alive. He's now two games behind Sko and Garrett with five games to go. Um Trevor Cam Newton had you twenty four, and Christian McCaffrey had thirty two. Tim Patrick, who I said cut last week, got you ten points. And Stephon Diggs is a great receiver. Um good win, especially looking at your bench, because uh you had one other healthy player that you didn't start. Naheem Hines. Garrett, just the injuries, man. They just don't stop with you. Um, you you might have lost Damian Harris for a week or two. You've definitely lost David Montgomery for a week or two. Maybe the season. We don't know yet. Um, Gallaudet didn't play. Just uh, a, a, t- a tough loss. Montgomery got you three. Harris got you seven. No Fan got you six. Washington's D got you four. Uh, McLaurin got you 21. He's been good. Uh, Marvin Jones was a great pick and play he got you 11 just not enough you you needed 20 points trevor trevor got boosted by mccaffrey's return but we'll see what happens next week okay that was last week's results i try to do that fast it still took me 10 minutes i'm sorry um okay let's jump into these power rankings so let's just do these power rankings um 20 minutes in not doing too bad i'm trying to keep this a little faster paced than previous weeks because um we got corn hopping on. Okay, so let's start with power rankings. I always start at the bottom. Let's go. I can finally do it. it, it, it it's been—I literally think it's like week three or four that Trevor's been at the bottom of these because he's had one win and Ali had two. I think Ali was like two and two at one point. Yes, no, she was. She was literally lost five in a row. I can finally put Ali at the bottom of my power rankings. She scored eight hundred and fifty-four points. Let's take that into context. Corn has scored eleven hundred points. Corn has scored two hundred and fifty more points than she has over the course of nine games. That means he's averaging more than twenty five points more per game than Allie is. That's insane. But Allie's lost five straight. Um, I'm going to mention here briefly um, when I when I do these rankings, the uh, the moves made. Ali's only made seven waiver moves. I think that is a direct correlation of where her team is currently. Um, let's go over her team, her team real fast. Just, just know when you want. DeAndre Hopkins, you do one. Mark Andrews and TJ Hawkinson, you do one, but you don't want them both. Those are two tight ends. What are you gonna do there? She's got one top, she got two top 30 guys, Devin Singletary and Brandon Cooks. Um, her team's just bad. Her team's awful. Uh, there's there's not much I can say about it really. It's just it's a really bad team, really bad year. If she, I play her this week. If she wins another game in fantasy, I'm knocking on all the wood as I say this. If she wins one more game in fantasy, I'll be stunned. So that that's ten and nine are easy. Let's go over Trevor next, who gets his second win of the season. He scored 878 points. Um, he's made 12 roster moves, which. You know, is in the, uh, you know, it's the second lowest. So there's tears of people making, well, I'm not going to knock you for 12 roster moves. No, I'm not going to do it. You don't have to be like me and have 33. <laughs> okay, let's go to this team right now. Cam Noon got banged up, um, but, you know, got him, 20, got him 24 last week. Just if Cam Noon's your fantasy quarterback, you're in a tough spot. He's the 21st-ranked quarterback in a 10-team league. That means he shouldn't even be a backup quarterback in fantasy, barring injuries and all that. Um, McCaffrey, you got him back for one game. I hope holding on to you. You remember when I offered you Chris Carson for McCaffrey? I think that was week four. I offered you Chris Carson for McCaffrey. You you denied it. So it said you held on to what? Now you're 2-7 and, and you're barely clinging to the playoffs. Wouldn't it have been nice to have a productive running back during that time? Well, he's hurt again, and you didn't pick up his handcuff, so it looks like you'll be using one of these um, other running backs. Your team's not terrible, terrible, honestly, looking at this. You have – the problem is you have a lot of, like, top 30 guys, but not that many top 20 guys. you got a top five receivers in fund it. Great. great. Um, you have – how many running backs here? One, two, three. Okay, you have the 22nd, 24th, 25th, and 30th. I'm sorry. You have the 19th, 21st, 22nd, 24th, 25th running backs in fantasy. That's just – in a 10-team league, you want those guys. But you also want to have one sure you, – you know, do we love Jim Mixon? Do we love Daryl Henderson? Mixon, I, I kind of do like more than Henderson. Henderson's in a committee. I think if you had McCaffrey – and Joe Mixon is your one-and-two running back. You should be fine. The problem is McCaffrey's hurt. You should have Mike Davis and Joe Mixon, but you don't because you didn't listen to him and you get your handcuff. Gordon's – I don't even know what to do with Melvin Gordon anymore. Got you three points last week. I like Philip Lindsay. As a, he's more – I think Philip Lindsay's a better running back. The problem is they paid Melvin Gordon $6 million this year and next year. So, you know, money talks in the NFL. Um, Sorry, my phone just rang. I don't know if you heard that. I, I get, I get the appeal of Tim Patrick. He got a bunch of targets last week. Let me pull up his numbers here of targets. Shh. Yeah, he got nine targets against Atlanta last week. Which you know he got a touchdown. If you get ten targets, you're probably going to sneak a touchdown in there. And he's had a couple weeks here. He's had one, two, three, four, four of his seven healthy games. He's had double digit points. It's pretty good, honestly. Um. They have a good matchup against Las Vegas. So Tim Patrick deserves to be your roster. I was a little harsh with that. Um Robert was was on a buy. He's a top twenty receiver. I like him. Him, Stephon Diggs are a good one and two receiver group. Um the problem is gonna be your flex spot. Because do you throw one of these other running backs in there? Do you throw Tim Patrick in there? It, it's gonna be good enough to keep you ahead of a team like Ali. Like you have more talent than Ali does. Your team's just a little shallow. And for some reason, you still have an open bench spot. Go pick somebody up for free. I don't understand this. I just don't understand it okay that's trevor's team at nine he's two and seven he's got an outside shot of the playoffs but um we'll see who he plays this week here in a minute uh my next team i finally had to drop him down i, I i've been championing this team for a minute now tyler friend he comes in at number eight on my list he uh he lost last week to corn got blown out the motherfucking mothman um, Deshaun Watson's great. Derrick Henry's a top five option at running back. Um, D'Angelo Swiss now is top 20 running back at fantasy. You know, I kind of like him. Um, the problem is that's your running back depth. That's your room. Or, or those two guys. You have J.K. Dobbins who we're, we keep trying to make it happen. It's not going to happen. Not with Mark Ingram there. Not with, um, Gus Edwards. Um, Hastings actually had a horrible week last week. Two and a half points. I think Tevin Coleman's coming coming back this week, so that's gonna be a tough guy going forward. You gotta get some running back depth on this team. You just gotta hit the you got you gotta bid your entire wage on Mike Davis right now. I mean, you have to get some running back depth here. Um, you finally got Michael Thomas back. He only got just eight points in what was um, you know, game strip kinda games game script went away from the Saints last week. They were up a bunch of points, they didn't have to throw the ball a ton. Um Better days are ahead for Michael Thomas. Tyler Boyd's a top 15 uh receiver in fantasy. He's a start plug and play starter every week. I love it. You got T. Higgins back, who's been having, I mean, he might be the best of all these rookie receivers, right? And there's some good ones. You're thinking like CeeDee Lamb. I think I like my might like T. Higgins more. He's been great this year. Darren Waller, Waller's a second tight end in fantasy, which is going to disappoint Kittle owners. Um, but he's been great. Godwin's just continued disappointment. He's constantly hurt. Until you get God- At this point with Godwin, you've got to see him have a good game to for him to get back in your lineup. You can't just blindly trust that he's going to be what he was last year. Nelson Aguilar is a great depth receiver, uh, borderline starter. Like I, Nelson Aguilar against Denver, I kind of like him more than T. Higgins against Pittsburgh. Oh, I don't know. Cincinnati's going to be down. They'll be throwing the ball around a ton. Um, and I like the idea of Mike Evans or Mike Williams. I thought about picking him up too. He beat me to him. So, friends, got a team. He's got a good top-end talent. The problem is, um, you play. Who do you play this week? You play Garrett White this week in a huge, huge game. Huge game. White's at four and five. You're at three and six. You win. You jump Garrett probably. I'll look at the points for here in a second. But um, the problem is, Derrick Henry's playing the best run defense. DJ Swiss playing the tenth best run defense. I like your other matchups, but you don't have any running back depth. I guess that might be a theme throughout this, is no one has running back depth. But uh, what well, Sean does, I do. But um, I don't know. friend. your team's looking all right. I think I still like you more than Sco for the playoffs. We'll see. Okay, and that was my number 18. My number 17 on a four-game losing streak. Gary White, get in here. Have a seat. Sit, sit on down. Look, for what you paid for Lamar Jackson... The eleventh best quarterback is not. Oh no, you capped him. I'm sorry, you capped him. I, okay, I would say, but a lot of people drafted Lamar Jackson like the second and third round, and the number eleven quarterback is just not cutting it. He's averaging twenty points a game, which is fine, which is which is you know the problem is we, we I, I keep saying this, we play in the ten team fantasy league. Now a couple guys have two quarterbacks, and both of them are top ten and whatever. But I I just I've been slightly disappointed in Lamar Jackson. Uh, David Montgomery's question what says i don't expect him to play he's continue to be disappointed disappointment in like actual football terms fantasy wise he's, he's a top 15 running back in fantasy which is mind blowing i think that says more about the depth of fantasy football than uh, than how good he is uh, damien harris was a good ad off the waivers we'll see what his role is going forward he got kind of banged up there there's just a little too much of uh woodhead is it woodhead I can't remember the white running back for uh, – not Danny Woodhead. What's his uh, – the white running back for New England. There's a little too, bit too much of him um, involved in there for me to feel comfortable about any New England running back. But um, Kenny Galladay just also been hurt all year. you got to get him healthy. Robbie Anderson, like I said, was one of the great ads, great draft picks. I, let me see if you drafted him or picked him up. You picked him up off the waivers um, for free. And he's a top 15 receiver in fantasy. Great job. Noah fant has been a good addition for you. He's been a top 12 option in fantasy. I think he's hurt, though, and I expect him to miss a little bit of time. Um, Terry McLaurin's a top 11 receiver in fantasy, also a great addition by you. You've had decent wide receiver production between those guys. The problem is you can't save, your team can't stay healthy. This was Miles Gaskin's first week on the RR. It's going to be at least be, you know, the IR means you're out. At least three weeks, he'll probably miss more time. Um, Le'Veon Bell, you can cut. He's washed. Uh, Boston Scott, listen, I don't like Philadelphia running backs. I don't like Philadelphia, Indianapolis running backs. Those guys, they're from the Doug Peterson tree. They love committees. Love running back committees. And you just, like, don't know what you're going to get from them. Debo Samuel, fine, but I I don't know if I'd have him on my bench. Marvin Jones was, I mean, that was a desperate play for you to add a Guy who could come to start, he got you 11 points last week, and he plays Washington this week, so maybe you know depending on how Galladay feels, you might have to throw Marvin Jones in there. Just uh, you got to get Ricky Mostert back. You got to get Miles Gaskin back. You got to get healthy. Until then, your free fall is just going to continue, man. And I, I, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm probably going to pick Friend over you this week, just because I, I I don't see where your team's health is. Four game losing streak, buddy. Tough. Okay, that was the number 17. My number six team, Tyler Blaske, riding a two-game win streak to uh, bump yourself up to second – tied for second place in that division. Um, with a huge one against Cochran last week. So I, I've done this with your team a couple times. You're really hit by the bye this week, like really hit by the byes. So you have one, two, three, four, five guys on the bye. Zeke, Tyreek Hill, Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, those are guys you you know would be starting. Now you got to throw – T.Y. Hilton out there, Sco. You can't do that. Cut him. There's no reason to have T.Y. Hilton on your team. None. Cut him and get somebody else in there. T.Y. Hilton is the 92nd receiver in fantasy. He's put up more than seven points once all year. Yeah, Sco. Tough week, man. You gotta start Leonard Fournette, Zach Moss, T. Y. Hilton, John Brown, Corey Davis, who just his brother, Corey Davis' his brother, died today. That's – you're going to lose this week, man. It, it, that's just how the bye week rotation works. It sucks. Hit those waivers, man. You've got to add some depth here. You don't need to have Gus Edwards in your team, by the way. You don't need to have eh, – that's the only guy. I, I would cut T.Y. Hill and, and Gus Edwards. Okay. Um. So there was your top – not top. There's your bottom – Um, the bo- the bottom foursome, the bottom five. Some really now. I'm going to move Garrett into that. The next group I'll talk about were the actual contenders and I honestly am probably in that bottom six It should be more of a bottom six. I should be in that bottom six group more than the top five But I love myself so much. I'm gonna keep myself in the top five position here So let's jump into my number five team and Sorry, I said a little bit of technical issues there um, Computer issues my number five team is myself. I am now five and four I am in fourth place in my division. I'm a game behind Corn and two games behind Sean and Stallman. I've scored 990 points, which is the same as Garrett, basically in Cochran. Um, and you know it's a hundred and ten points behind Corn, and I got to catch Corn <laughs> in four weeks. So I have to outscore Corn by about 25 points in these next four weeks, which just won't happen. I gotta get. I gotta have a better record than one of these guys, and unfortunately, it, that's going to be tough. Um, I'm not going to talk about my own team. Eh, let me brag real fast. I know I lost last week. It, it, it was a bad week, but I got the number one quarterback. I got... um. Well, I had, you know, Chris Carson, Clyde Edwards, Hiller are both top ten receivers. I have the number nine and ten receivers. I have the number eight uh, tight end, I have one, two, let me look at this, one, two, three, four, well, I'm not going to bracket my team, maybe, maybe my team's not good, especially uh, we're going to look at these next couple teams. Okay, I think I put myself there at, let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six, no, I put myself at five. The next team I'm going to talk about, the more Redskins, have five and four. That means the the top three teams in our league are on the same division. Um, you know, Cochran's got Alvin Kamara, who carries his running back room. Jonathan Taylor's a and t- Antonio Gibson are both top twenty options at the running back position. He's got um, Tannehill, who's a top ten quarterback. Rothsberger who like you know when Tannehill's playing, teams like um. You know he played the Bears last week. He got you 14 points, but Roethlisberger had a, match, a great matchup. This week, Tannehill plays Indy. Um, Roethlisberger plays Cincy. Indy's the second best defense. Cincinnati's in the middle. Play Roethlisberger again. Um, his, you know, he's got he's got good running backs um, between Antonio Gibson, Jonathan Taylor, Alvin Kamara. That's a good group. It's a good threesome. And his wide receivers, he's kind of loaded here. Adam Thielen, love. Travis Fulgham, love. Christian Kirk has been great since um I think that Dallas game is when he exploded. Yeah, he missed week three with an injury, came back week four, and from week five on he's got you double digits and he's got you two twenty point games in there. He's been awesome. Um Mike Isecki cut. You don't need him. You got Gronk who, you know, had a this disappoint- he got you less than a point, but uh the waiver the Titans are so scarce. I would use that bench spot somewhere else. You might get Kenyon Drake back this week. I don't think you will. You might. Um, if you do that, it'll boost your running back group even more. And then, uh, Cooper, give Cooper Cup, too. I'm sorry. I, I completely forgot Cooper Cup, who's been a little disappointing. But I think the Rams use this bye week team themselves right. I think he'll be better for you. forward. I really like your team. I just don't think you're as good as these next three teams. I think you're good enough to make this Super Bowl in your conference because you you got to beat Friend, Sko, and Blasco. Or Friend, Sko, and Garrett. To make the playoffs or to make the Super Bowl, and then that last week of the season, you have to have one great week, which is a kind of interesting idea and concept around the whole division matchups thing, right? Um, so there you are, Cochran. Let me see here. Okay, and then uh, I want to put Corn as the number one team in the league. I can't because he's six and three, and the other teams, two teams, are seven and two. And Corn of gets hit by the uh the. Buys this week a little bit with the Chiefs having to buy. And uh, so does Todd Gurley. But he's got a really good team, man. He's got the best tight end in fantasy. He's got one. Let me look at his running backs here. He's got one, two, three. He's got three top 15 running backs. He's got Devontae Adams, who's the number three receiver. And that second receiver spot's probably his weakness. A.J. Brown's been great. Um, Coring refuses to keep playing him. I get the matchup last week was tough. He had 18 points. AJ Brown is a must-start guy. I don't know why you refuse to do this. <laughs> can't be despite me, my end load, can it? But uh, yeah, that number two receiver slash flex spot is tough for you. Well, I mean, maybe it's not tough. Maybe you just plug in Todd Gurley for Ronald Jones. I don't know. I I see holes in your team corn, but you get Austin Eckler back, you'll be good. Antonio Brown becomes something which, let's be real, he's 32 years old. He hasn't played football in two years. Like, shot in the dark. But uh yeah, you got, when, every time I mention, like, we, you know, it, you're you're why do you have the number 15 quarterback when the team 10 quarterback league? Well, why is because corn's got two top five quarterbacks. He's got Josh Allen and Russell Wilson. Those should be distributed throughout the league, but it's smart of him to hoard them. And you know, um James White doesn't need to be on a roster, corn. You can go in and cut him. And yeah. I like what you do with your team, though, Corn. I really do like your your roster construction here. I, if I were you, I would cut James White, pick up a tight end to play for uh, Travis Kelsey, and you should be good this week. Oh, okay. So, so you, okay. That was my number three team. My number two team, there's no change at the top here. It's still on number two. Um, I mean, I'm going to just read you some of these numbers. They're they're pretty, pretty fucking ridiculous. He's got two... Top 20 running backs in Dalvin Cook and Jerick McKinnon. He's got um, one, two, three, four. He's got four top 30 receivers. He's got two top five receivers. He's got Tyler Rock and DK Metcalf, who are both top 20, or top five. You have Mike Evans, who's a number 18 guy, and you know he's starting to finally feel himself in that offense a little bit. You have Calvin Ridley, who's the number six receiver, who missed last week with an injury, has a bye this week, but should come back healthy. There's talk about Nick Chubb maybe finally making an appearance this week. This is his first eligible week off the IR. They had did activate him. They had to, or he missed the rest of the year. Good news is for you, they did activate him, and I do think he'll get some snaps against Houston. I don't think he's a starter yet. But you plug Nick Chubb in there instead of Jared McKinnon, that's unbelievable. You have a really good roster here, man. Johnny Smith's a top five tight end. Um, you have the handcuff to Dalvin Cook. You picked up Jamal Williams, which is a very smart move because you saw what happens when Aaron Jones – You know, if Aaron Jones gets hurt, Jamal Williams is a, a top, what, 15 running back? Jamal Williams is awesome. Um, Cole Beasley's a good depth receiver. He's a good end-of-your-bench receiver. And then you have uh, Eric Ebron for some reason. You can probably cut him if you need a, a player or a roster spot. But uh, the, your team's looking really good, man. You're, you, Ucorn and Sean, I think, are the three actual title contenders. And then my number one team, again, for a couple weeks now, I think. Sean Long, man. Herbert, top 10 quarterback, even though he missed week one. Josh Jacob, James Robinson, two top 10 running backs. Aaron Jones, top 10 running back. Kareem Hunt, top 10 running back. Just unbelievable. Um, Julio and Keenan Allen, two top 20 receivers. Evan Ingram's finally starting to turn the corner a little bit. He's the 11th tight end in fantasy, and tight ends are so hard to come by. Um, I like your trade last week to get Hayden Hurst. Love it. You have three tight ends and a defense on your bench. I don't understand that. Um, I get you're hoarding um, tight end depth to eliminate it from the rest of the league, and I get you're a Giants fan, but Hayden Hurst and Jimmy Graham are both more viable options than Evan Ingram. You can cut Evan Ingram. Now, somebody will pick him up and start him, and it might help some other teams, Sterling Shepard. I feel like there's a wide receiver move you can still come out here and make. Because you are relying on two receivers past 30, Julio and Keenan Allen, in a year where uh, you know injuries have devastated all players, a lot of older ones too. That could look bad for you if one of those guys goes down and all of a sudden you're starting Emmanuel Sanders or you're starting Sterling Shepard. Oh, you have Juju, who's fine. But, uh, yeah. Okay, that's my power rankings. Um, I try to do this quick. Like I said, I think I'm at the 40-minute mark right now. I should wrap this one up here at the 50-minute mark. We have some huge games this week in fantasy football. This is one of the most important weeks in fantasy football. Huge games out there for the division and the playoff race. So let's hop in now and look ahead to next week's games. It, it's not often in fantasy here that all five games in a week matter. But all five games here truly do matter they're huge games okay and i'll just run through them real fast first off you have me at five and four um clinging barely to um a playoff spot or even in the playoffs race not even in a spot barely clinging to the playoff race i go biggest alley who's two and seven huge for me um you know, I, I got to win this game. I should win this game. I'd be really disappointed in myself if I would lose this game. Um, And that's probably the least interesting game of these all. The next one is 5-4 and four Cochran playing 7-2 and two Stallman. This is huge. Both, if someone would lose, that puts him, that drops him in, you know, the same amount of losses Corn has right now. Could let Sean run away with first place. That That's if Stallman loses. If Stallman wins... That moves him to eight and three, keeps him in first place in the race for him division, but drops Cochran, who's ahead in the division, to five and five, which tightens that. That puts in play Sco or Garrett winning that next this upcoming week, and jumping to first place in the division. Garrett's on a four-game losing streak, and he's if he wins this week, he can be first place in his division. That's insane. Huge game for both those teams there. Um, the the spotlight game, the marquee game of the week. Oh, I got to pick these games. I'm gonna beat Ali. Stallman's gonna beat Cochran. The uh, the marquee game of the week. Sean Long at seven and two. The the number one team in my pie rankings. Playing Michael Cornbrath at six and three. My number three team. For Corn, if he wants to get that by, he's got to win this week. The problem is without Travis Kelsey. Without um Todd Gurley, it's gonna be tough. Now Sean doesn't have Julio, and Juju's kind of hurt, so he might have to play the. Re- I talked a little bit ago about his receiver situation. He might have to play one of these other guys. But <sighs> give me give me Sean in this one here. Like I said, if Corn loses this and I win, we tie. If Corn uh, wins and Sean loses, they're tied. Huge game. Um, another huge game, but like. It'd be like the NFC East playing here. Garrett White at four and five goes up against Tyler Friend at three and six. Friend can if Friend wins this game, Friend needs this game. So frankly, if Friend wins this game, he, I think he's so scored less than Garrett, but he'd be right in there at at four and six. He would drop Garrett to four and six. We'd have an actual four team race for uh for for you know it, it, that whole division is gonna be a mess. Um Gary like I said is on a four game losing streak. He's got to win. Got to win. You can you you go to he drops a 4 and 6. Suddenly Sko and uh Friend are both um you know looking to uh, uh move past them. Sko already has four wins and uh if Friend beats scared he'd have four wins. We'd have a three-way 4 and 6 fiasco over there. <sighs> looking at this as injured as Gary is, give me Friend in this matchup. Okay, um, and then the final game of the the week in a low key. This isn't as exciting as the you know three of these games, but this is an exciting one too. Sko, at four and five is going to be against Trevor at two and seven. Trevor has to win this game to keep the playoff race. If not, it might be too late for him. Um, Blasco, if he wins, could potentially jump into a tie for first place in his division, which is once again just insane. I don't, I don't think I think I might be underselling how crazy that division out there is. And I mean, Trevor lost McCaffrey. Um, it's just he doesn't have anything here. Give me Sko all day long in this one to move to five and five. and uh tie himself for first the division. Okay, that was um this week's matchups. I'm going to take a break here. I'm gonna run, and get some water. Corn that's your famous line. We're gonna run and get some water. I'm gonna do some betting lines. And then um we'll get uh we'll get corn in here to talk a little bit. Okay, time for my betting segment. For the first time since week four, I won money last week. I won fifty-eight. Is that right? Fifty-eight dollars last week. Um, you know, so I bet fifty and I walked away with $108. Okay, so let's get into um this week's bet. Let's continue to ride a hot hand here. Now, I'm not gonna lie to you guys, I didn't like any of these lines. I don't like anything about this week. There there are really good football games. There's no obvious money-making bets to be had out there. But let me uh, let go to throw this out there to you. I have the over-under in the Colts-Titans game on Thursday night, 48 and a half. I'm going to take the under. I think the Colts have a great defense, and I think the Colts' offense sucks. <laughs> so uh take the under there, bet 10 to win 9. I have the Eagles over the Giants by 3.5 points, which means the Eagles have to win by Four or more, um, bet 10 to win nine. And then I have the Bucks beating the Panthers. Um, the Lions minus five, so the Bucks have to win by more than have to win by five or more. Um, and that's also bet 10 to win nine. Now my parlay here, because I didn't like any of these games, I took three underdogs and got plus five to one odds. Okay. So you're gonna bet $20 here to win 107 if we hit this. Bills within two points of the Cardinals. So the Cardinals can win. As long as the Bills keep it within two, I'm fine. Um, Seahawks, same thing, within two of the Rams. The Seahawks can win, or as long as they lose to the Rams by at least, you know, no more than one. Um, that's good. And then this is the one I'm really wondering. and So I'm going to put in all my faith in you here. The Vikings by more than two and a half over the Bears. I think the Bears are terrible, and I think the Vikings finally found their groove. Um, so you combine those three into one parlay, $20 to win 107 and That's my betting segment. Now I'm going to toss it over to myself tomorrow. I'm going to be recording my segment with Michael. Oh, I didn't do the waivers. Um, listen, I, if you guys want to listen to the waivers, um, I'll probably just talk to Michael about that here. And then um, if not the waivers, I'm going to record my in segment. I, I, listen, I'm going to throw the waivers in here, okay? I'm going to just uh, – Give me one second, hop back on here, and I'll do waivers for you. What's up, buddy? Hey, buddy. What's going this on, man? This thing was really easy. Yeah, no, I, that's what I. I many was complaining about it. And I'm like, dude, this is the easiest thing in the world to do. It's so simple. It's recording I, right I, now.
1: <laughs> I literally just like downloaded the app, logged in with Google, and then clicked your link.
0: How, like, how fucking it, easy is that?
1: It was a I did, with the one perk about Androids. I think everyone would agree is since that like it's Google based so like once you logged in with google like it's yeah one tap for like everything that google's associated
0: with like, I, I haven't typed in a password since i've had it pretty much i that is a benefit i fucking hate doing that i have like a list on my notes of like passwords i have to scroll through every time i, every I do password. that too
1: like for like fucking mix and shit that i log in like literally once i change my password and when it makes yeah. me
0: yeah all right so we'll keep it short um talk to me why do you hate this playoff structure now, for, no, no. Before you go get going, let me first off apologize to you and the other three people that did not know this was the format because I we did realize. I went back and looked through our chats trying to find out if we told you guys in the group chat. We, we did not.
1: I know we didn't. <laughs> I would have remembered this. <laughs> no, I knew I, I would. against <laughs> That's why I was so adamant. Like that, I I did not have. I did not know about it.
0: Yeah. So I sincerely apologize for that. The uh, execution was very flawed in how we uh, got this rule out there. But uh, well, get, make your argument. Go.
1: Well, I think it generally it's just year to year you're going to have more unfair outcomes where you see better teams missing the playoffs to hell, what, uh, most half the players in the other division under 500.
0: I mean, four of the five are, and Cochran's at five and four. <laughs> yeah,
1: like me and you are, what, tied for the lead, if not more points than Cochran? we both be leading that division I mean, right now. You're not only in the lead. You're like 200 points ahead of Cochrane. No, so I'm, like, uh, most scored than anyone. It's just yeah. that people have gone off against me, so I've had unlucky weeks. That's why I was like, oh, that's not a big deal. I still yeah. have the best – I'll still have a good record to get into the playoffs. Now it's like I got to beat you, Sean, Stallman, and Allie. Like, well, Allie, I lost to earlier because Dak scored fucking 40 points.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're in a five-game win streak, by the way. I don't know if you know that. No, I know. But, I've
1: been, My team's just been rolling lately. But now I think I'm, I'm losing this week because the buys are hurting me, but – well, I, Sean, I don't know. Sean.
0: I'm look, I'm looking at your matchup. I don't know. I I still think you might have that one in the bag. But
1: uh, uh and just so everyone knows, every on my team is available, other than Travis Kelsey and Devonte Adams.
0: Well, buddy, bad news: it's, the trade deadline just passed. Like you just uh, missed it.
1: Wait, why aren't you advertising this?
0: Well, I I should have mentioned that too. Um, you remember that trade with no, Sean? Did you see that? Uh, we- for my, I, I wish there were more trades. I do, I do too. Well, the did most you, mediocre trade ever? Like, two best <laughs> players? Well, they literally just did it so that Erick had one trade in it this year. No, they just I decided they were like, it. fuck it. I respect it. Yeah, yeah, I is is
1: a good big, reason I had two big trades last year. I wish I was more active, actually. I thought I had another week to try to target. Uh,
0: well, last year, Garrett, any... Garrett literally got you an early Christmas present by giving you Michael Thomas for, like, nothing.
1: <laughs> well, I know, but it's all about, like, I gave him. I pitched it to where he needed more players that produce on a weekly basis. Yeah, I know. And I was giving him three of them for one of his. He was and giving was you a dollar players. and I
0: you were giving him
1: – I gave him about injury. Yeah. I gave him Thielen and Connor and I think somebody else. And, like, they all go, were injured down the stretch. So, it yeah. just turned out like it was the worst-case scenario
0: for him. Okay. The reason I like this playoff format and structure, though, is that, like – I feel like everybody in the bad division every year is going to feel like they have a shot to make the playoffs. Trevor's two games out of first place in his division.
1: There's something wrong with that, that he
0: should have the opportunity to make it. What exactly? Fucking two and seven. I think it's wildness and madness, and I love it. I love the chaos. I, I mean, I, I'm going to miss the playoffs. I I'm Genuinely, I am 200 points behind you. And a game back was four games to go. I'm missing the playoffs. There is no chance of me making the playoffs.
1: But literally, I have to, all I have to do is have somebody go off on me like two out of four weeks through the rest of the way, which has already happened to
0: me. Well, buddy, I don't know. Your, your team's fucking good. I wouldn't be worried if I were you. Now,
1: they're, they're if, if you're going to make
0: the argument that your playoff path, once you get in, like you're going to have to be the two best teams to even make the championship game. I get. That. I don't that's care. you, gotta, you have to
1: beat them. Regard like you're going to have to beat one or two really good teams in the playoffs every year.
0: That that's true. I just if I, the mo- thing I'm most upset about is like what like we could see genuinely we could see Tyler Friend in the championship. All he has to do is beat Sco and Cochrane. I know. It, it, there's but
1: there's like always teams every year that like if you can get one player back, you can go on yeah. a run the, the last four games. Like there's going to be a bubble regardless how we do it. I would just rather the bubble be like teams that are consistently winning games or putting up points then like one one guy kept picks up somebody on the waiver wire for for two weeks and the other like he just happens to skirt in on a bad division
0: yeah wow. I, no no I, I i get that it looks unbalanced this year and i i would agree to your argument that most years it is there's usually a bad and a good division but i i think to scrap this whole the whole format we agreed on because like this year it's pretty heinous it's really egregious this year i don't know well
1: I would have voted against it had I had the opportunity before trying to prevent this even to get there. (laughs) But but my point I was bringing to Garrett, like it makes sense where like, if you look at each division overall, like stats are going to iron out the longer you play something. Regressing the mean, yeah, 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 exactly. But if you look at each year individually, like there's, there's going to be a superior division each and every year, the way it's set up. So literally half the league is at a disadvantage every single year with this structure.
0: Okay, half the league is at a disadvantage and then half of the league is at, at an advantage, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm paying fifty bucks. To, <laughs> and I, I want it more of a fair advantage across the board. And to know when the goddamn rules change.
0: Well, you have <laughs> I know. every right to make that argument. Um, okay, we're gonna revisit this in the uh off season for sure, a hundred percent. We'll we'll yes, to- yes we are. You'll have a newborn. Garrett will have a newborn. We'll have a debate. So We'll find some time somewhere to have a big debate. Hopefully COVID's done by then.
1: Um, uh, we can yeah, figure something out.
0: You want to hear my bets for this week? You want to give me some input on my bets?
1: Uh, yeah, I actually haven't been betting this year. It's, I, I won the first week, and I was like, ah, maybe I'll just keep that in the bank a little bit.
0: I won 50 bucks last week. I hit all my bets last week. Ooh. Um, okay, Titans, Colts, tonight, I took the under at 48 and a half. What do you think?
1: I mean the Titans defense is bad. It is. But the, they got a short week's rest so it could be worse. The Colts but defense is good though. It, yes, and you it, and you, you also but to your point you also have Phil Rivers on short rest who's been pretty sporadic all year. Yeah. Uh the under uh, honestly the, the under's not bad. It's just like Thursday night football is so Wonky. random. Yeah. That like I wouldn't be surprised with a shootout. Like, if it went that way, with especially with the Titans' defense. And their offense is actually pretty – it could be pretty explosive when it needs to.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, here's my next one. Eagles over the Giants by three and a half. I like it. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, mean Giants, Giants are bad. But, like, you just need – are the Eagles home? Yeah. And they're uh, getting healthy. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they're getting some of their receivers back. Um, the Giants still don't have Saquon.
0: No, he's out uh, for the year.
1: He's out for the year. Um, I mean, they're also just the Giants. Like, yeah. uh, that's about it. But I, I just generally I, – I think I might stay away from the NFC East a little bit. Yeah, but it's pretty I, bad over there. Like, I would objectively say the Eagles are the better team, and I, I think I'd be okay with that bet.
0: And then I have the Bucks over the Panthers by five, which I just – think I, I picture him bounce back from Brady. The yeah. Bucks minus five? Yeah, Bucks minus five.
1: Okay. Or yeah, I, I I think I think that's fair. I mean, the Bucks are still healthy too, and like the Saints seem to have their number. Mm-hmm. Uh, one underrated thing about the Saints signing Jameis is Jameis bringing the playbook with them for the hey, this.
0: that's a good point.
1: So I mean, the Saints had their number this year. Yeah. Um, Brady. I mean, would you, with all of those oak world quarterbacks, if you pressure them, they could be in trouble. I don't know yep. the Panthers defense do anything crazy this year, but at the same time, it's a divisional game. They know each other pretty well. Uh, but McCaffrey's going to be out another week. He's caught that in a good time. So yep. I think that's a pretty good pick.
0: Okay. So those are all bet 10 to win nine. I'm betting $10 on all those to win nine. And now here's the tasty one I thought you'd be most interested in.
1: Ooh, a par- we got parlay? A
0: three team parlay here. Oh, I love a parlay. Bills plus two over the Cardinals. Seahawks plus two over the Rams. And Vikings minus two and a half over the Bears. If all those hit, I put $20. If they all hit, I win 110.
1: Damn, I know. I got- I'd say that's pretty good. I would say, like, I would pick the Bills outright. Even that's
0: what I, I was looking. at. I'd it. pick
1: the Seahawks outright. Why yeah. are those two teams getting points? Is the first thing that comes to mind. I don't
0: know. I, I was looking. And at this, then like, the, the other
1: one seems pretty 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 good. I yeah, mean, it's, like, it, it's
0: Vikings two and a half over the Bears, and the Bears the so Bears like are fucking hapless
1: lately. Shrink. They can't do shit on offense. The yeah. Vikings have kind of turned it on a bit. Dalvin Cook's on a fucking tear. So yeah, I. That's damn. I might have to wet my beak away yeah, this week. Get your kid's
0: college fund up and going this week. I like. it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, play for my PlayStation. <laughs> I no,
0: was mostly you, last have you, week. Have you have you fired it up yet?
1: No, dude. I like just got home a little bit ago. Uh, we actually had to pick it up. I had to go pick it up after work. Uh, but uh, um, I'll probably be playing it tomorrow.
0: Okay, you are going to get in Call of Duty tonight?
1: Probably not. I mean, I'm fucking tired. I was up to like two thirty three trying much. to get trying to you, get it figured out.
0: You're going to work from home tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I am. I got to get a few things actually done, but probably in the afternoon, I, I I might be uh not as
0: busy per se. Um, we, me and Robert got drunk on like Wednesday night and called uh Patrick and Stal- um, Stallman and to talk about getting our uh video game podcast back up and running. Think yeah, and I saw might, some checks on it. We might get drunk tomorrow night and call you and see if we can get your takes. Mm, on That's
1: it. fine. I mean, I, I'm, I don't, I'm probably gonna be losing more and more free time. Um,
0: <laughs> I, I would say so, something big <laughs> I might be life. able, to, I'm, <laughs> I might
1: be able to get a few get few games in. But I was notorious for the other one. If I didn't think I'd like the game, I, I was very slow to start it. Yeah. But uh,
0: okay. Well, I'm gonna, I gotta go pick up food for my family. But uh, I'm gonna throw this get this podcast out tonight. Thank you, Michael, for coming on the podcast, buddy.
1: Yeah, dude. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Thanks. Uh, good luck this. Yeah, I guess good luck this week. No, fuck you. Bad luck.
0: Yeah, you know we're we're. I mean, next week's game, you and me, is going to be the game of the year, probably, right?
1: <laughs> I mean, it's going to have the most impact.
0: Yeah, I'd say. But all right, buddy. I I'll talk, talk to you later. All right, dude. Sounds good. Later. See it, Like. Okay, looking at the waiver list. Um, if you need a quarterback, though, or there are you know, I like a lot of the quarterbacks this week. Um, I like Carson Wentz against the Giants. I like having Joe Burrow. Maybe not this week against the Pittsburgh Steelers, but if you need a quarterback, Trevor, Joe Burrow is a good option. I love Jared Goff against the Seahawks, the worst pass defense in the league. Um, I kind of like the idea of Derek Carr against Denver. And if you if you want to, you know, if you want to do the whole Lamar Jackson, maybe get it, pick up Tua now if you need that extra quarterback spot. Pick up Tua, throw him on your bench. He plays a bad Chargers defense. And uh he looked really good last week. Got you 28 no 21 fantasy points last week. I really like Tua. Um so there's a bunch of good quarterbacks out there in the waiver wire. Running backs, there's one name to own and it's Mike fucking Davis. McCaffrey's not going to play. Mike Davis was a top 12 running back in fantasy without McCaffrey. You got to get him. If you if you need a running back to start this week, Garrett, I'm looking at you. Get Mike Davis right now. Um if you own Melvin Gordon, you should own Phil Lindsay. If you own uh, Joe Mixon. okay. If you own Joe Mixon, you should have Giovanni Bernard. If I had to pick which one between you know, I think Trevor has both of his guys. I think he's got Melvin Gordon and Joe Mixon. Giovanni Bernard's the more valuable handcuff. So get Giovanni Bernard on your team now. Um JD McKissick is honestly a viable is he a viable fantasy guy? He's had well, no, not really. He's had one game of more than 10 points. Maybe in an actual PPR league, not our league. Um, Latavius Murray is the obvious handcuff to Alvin Kamara. And then uh Duke Johnson, if you need a long shot guy, go for Duke Johnson. I'm sorry, it wasn't Danny Woodhead, the white running back for the uh New England Patriots. It was Rex Burkhead. Heads in the name somewhere. I don't mind Wayne Gallman if you also need like a desperate, desperate play. Uh he got 14 points last time he saw the field. And then uh I don't know. The, the, the running back just list is bleak. What are you going to do? Some wide receiver targets I like DJ Shark, who I had earlier in my team. Um, he had a rookie quarterback throwing to him. Luton, Jake Luton, I think his name, something like that. Luton um, got you 24 points last week. Um, however, first play of the game, first drive of the game, he had a seven-yard touchdown catch. So 14 of his 24 points came on the first drive of the game. Um, Brandon Ayuk is coming off a bye, I think I don't. I don't know if I like Ayuk. I love Henry Ruggs. Is like, uh, you know, I think the the Raiders are playing the Broncos. Broncos have a bad pass defense. I I like Ruggs. Um, yeah, and then you look at the IR list here. Julian Edelman, he'll come back eventually. I don't know if I want him though. I I don't like anything about New England's offense. Sammy Watkins will come back eventually. Preston Williams will come back eventually. Cortland Sutton will all come back eventually. They're on the IR right now. If you have open IR spots, grab one of those guys. Stash him in your IR spot. Why not? What's gonna hurt? I still like Darnell Mooney as a uh flyer. He's probably my number one if you have to get like if you need a guy that in week fourteen is gonna get you ten points, Darnell Mooney, he's had more than five targets every week since week three. Um yeah, I like Darnell Mooney. It's probably the guy I would add. If I needed one. Okay, and that's my waiver breakdown. I'm gonna throw this at um, fuck it, Let's just get out of here, huh? You guys ready to pack up and leave? Well, thanks, Michael, for hopping on here and talking to me about fantasy for a little bit. Um, huge, massive match- matchups this week. I'm gonna see Cochrane here in like uh, probably like two hours. We're gonna get have uh, a couple of beers, play some board games. Um, everybody, good luck this week. Um, except for you, Allie, fuck you. And then uh, I'll talk to you guys next time. And uh, you